You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're continuing our Halloween retrospective series with Halloween 2 and Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. You have no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jeremy Benson. Halloween 2 should have had a subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Really? What would it have been, though? It's like, the nightmare isn't over. Isn't that the tagline? Or more of the night he came home? I don't know. He's still home. <laughs> still waiting. And also with us, Mr. Jared Callen. 24 days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. 24 days till Halloween, movie crew podcast. Halloween wow. 2. <laughs> you put some thought into that, brother. I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> Halloween 2. Later. No, man. It, it's that night. I'm still bringing Come you. On, it's not long enough. You, you got to have more than one word. Later that Halloween. <laughs> you have Halloween twice in the title. I think it was the next Halloween. The day after Halloween. <laughs> but yeah, it is 24 days till Halloween on the day we recorded this, so we're getting there, y'all. Oh, baby and, steps. And I'm sitting there thinking, that's 24 days, and I've still got like 10 movies to watch. <laughs> or more. Right? Um. Well, wait There's a like 12, right? No, there's 10 total in the series. Well, 11. And then the new one. Yeah, that that's the eleven. Okay, so there's eleven. Yeah, there's there's six, and then there's there's <laughs> so got, Halloween H two O, Halloween Resurrection, and then the so two Rob Zombie. Eight movies. more movies to watch. Okay. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> that that's okay. It's just on top of watching everything else that I watch. It's just really good. By the end of this run, I'm gonna be wearing a fucking mask, killing people. Let's hope not. With a really cool score. It does got a great score. Mm-hmm. But they, they changed the score this time in Halloween 2. I guess we should open. We're gonna, we are going to talk about Halloween 2 and 3. We're going to start with Halloween 2 mostly, uh, first part, and then we'll take a break and go into uh, Halloween 3. Um, but they changed the score for the, the second or one. we might just talk about both of them mismatch it. You don't know unless you stay tuned. <laughs> That's right. 
be giving spoilers away, Brian. <laughs> Damn, Who knows son? where my brain is going to go? I don't know what I'm going to say. Guess which movie we're talking about right now. <laughs> if it sounds like some crazy wackadoo shit, it's the third one. <laughs> yeah, I guess they, they do both claim to be cult classics. I think they're all cult classics. Yeah, you know, I would say Halloween too definitely is is cult classic. Um, yeah, and three, three as well. Three has its fans. I don't know if it has enough to be considered a cult classic, but a cult classic maybe. Yeah, you know, I it's as know. much a cult classic as Man Bites Dog. Probably you think more. So? Probably more. I don't know. Man Bites Dog has that like criterion niche market though. Yeah, but know? this actually had like Little money push uh, to to more of a mainstream audience and when they know, "Oh, that's the one that doesn't have the mask in it." Okay? So I mean, yeah, so that oh, I want to go watch that one. What the fuck is this? Why am I watching this weird ass movie? Where's that dude at? <laughs> I want Captain Kurt. <laughs> oh, he's there. I just thought it was funny on both of the making of the director or producer whoever was like you know, and since then, it's become a cult classic. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we've made On more money. On home video, and since the internet, mm, baby, it's become popular. Yeah. Yeah. Which was also, like, they were talking about how making this one, Halloween 2. They're like, He's like, well, you know, we really didn't even, we wanted to do, like, an anthology series, and it's like, wow, we made this much money? Fuck, I guess we've got to make another one. <laughs> yeah, the producers came back to John Carpenter, and you know he was like, look, man, I, I said everything in the first movie. I don't have any more story to tell. And they just kept throwing money at him. And uh, I think his quote is, he sat down with uh, some Budweiser <laughs> and a bunch of cigarettes, and he just cheap sat date. down and, yeah, Did you hear the knocked whole, the script out. The whole conversation with the producer about the fog? And yeah, but yeah, he used that. it as a linchpin, man, to get the fog made. Yeah. Now, that's brilliant. That, and then that. ended up like a lawsuit. And... Well, yeah, the original producer for Halloween, I forget what that guy's name is, uh, Yabin something. Um, but he was, the, he was the original producer, mm-hmm. and... He, he wanted to do two, and he had talked to Carpenter about doing The Fog, and then I think uh, Carpenter went to uh, Embassy. I forget what they were called at the time. A- Avico Embassy. Yeah, so yeah. it's it weird. starts with an A. Yeah, because he had done um, Escape from New York with them. Yeah. So he started talking to them about The Fog, and then the producer for Halloween decided to sue him. Because he's like, hey, this is a breach of contract, mother. Well, they released that they are going to make The Fog with John Carpenter. Right. And he was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that I thought I was going to release The Fog with <laughs> with John Carpenter. He hasn't been in Hollywood that long, and he's already sleazy. <laughs> I, I do think you can kind of feel Carpenter doesn't really have his heart in the second one. Not to say that the second yeah, Halloween... Think? Well, he's also not directing it. Well, he's not, but he was the main creative force right. behind it. I mean, he wrote it, and he, you know... Yeah, he did the music, and he yeah. produced it still. So he still has three roles here, and he did get to call most of the creative shots. Right. Outside of some of the other producers in Deborah Hill. Rick Rosenthal, the director of Halloween 2, really... I don't know. He worked for hire guy. You know, he came in, did a job. I thought he did a good job, though, of, like, capturing John Carpenter's shots. You know, like basically his look. being a proxy to make sure it's going to, you know, stay on target. Yeah, they do a good job of the POV, like, you know, pan of glide shots that they had in the first movie. They recreate them here in the second one. Right. And even the actors were saying is like, it, it, it was shot like a real film. Only like two takes. <laughs> like, holy shit. We're, we're knocking this motherfucker out. Yeah, they had some good shots in here. Like, I, you know, with some like the those, Steadicam guy that, on the that, crane. Well, the Steadicam guy was a little wobbly in this one compared to the last one. He wasn't as very... It wasn't very sharp. Well, he was getting off a crane, though. 
and some of those shots, like they would actually like have the Steadicam operator on a crane, lower the crane down, he would hop off. I think that shot is like the uh, the intro to Jamie Lee Curtis's character in the movie. Um, do you think that when the camera operator is being the POV of uh, Michael Myers, do you think he, the camera operator is wearing the mask? <laughs> to get He's into like, character. I gotta get a character. <laughs> He's like, got his eye up the diopter wearing the mask. <laughs> I gotta feel what the serial killer is thinking, guys. I don't know. I, you know, I kind of. I hope he is. I've never heard anybody complain about how he walked with the camera. <laughs> oh, is that a reference to Mr. Dick Warlock's it uh, Michael is Mr. Myers? Mr. Dick Warlock's Mike Myers. <laughs> Dick Warlock. You think that's his real name? Uh, yeah, I think it is. What a badass name. I mean, I don't know. I, I... <laughs> Richard Warlock. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't look him up on IMDb. I've met him in person. I've actually met him at a, a Harkin. You were like, oh, so nice to meet you, Mr. Warlock. <laughs> What a badass name! Yeah, he's actually he's in he's in Halloween uh, three as well. He is, he is. He's one of the hench- he's one of the killers. Oh, yeah. that name would kind of suck. Like in school, when they call your last name first, Warlock. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. Present, <laughs> Warlock, Dick, Warlock, Dick. <laughs> it's Warlock, Dick. Warlock, Warlock, Dick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right, ladies. It's magical. <laughs> you can turn it around. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Y'all have never been in a situation where somebody calls out your last name first. Benson, Jeremy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get, but I get Mr. Callan. Mr. Callan, or a uh, big man. Hey, big man, come over here, big man. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, really? What the, what the fuck you mean by big man? There's, obviously, they see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously. I mean, it's like warlock size. <laughs> it's the first thing everybody goes to it's, right away. It, it's Penis a warlock size. dick. <laughs> it's magical. <laughs> It grows. <laughs> the amazing growing dick. Watch a dick grow to, from one inch to two inches in less than two seconds. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Depending on temperature, sometimes it completely vanishes. Oh, yeah, that, which is great. Oh, poor Mr. Dick Orlock. <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, there, there's a scene, uh, which is probably one of the best kills in the, in the movie. I know, I know we're jumping a little bit here. Uh, but the actor said that, uh, that, the, <laughs> that the, world, the, uh, the hot tub scene. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. But the, the water, therapeutic spa. Yeah, the water was actually cold, and so he had to jump in naked, and it made his little dick shrink to the size of a raisin. Yeah, it what does. Are you gonna do, man? When you're around such a beautiful lady with such beautiful uh, breastesis, it's got to be a little unnerving. Okay, I have a problem with some of the kill scenes in this movie. I really? don't think. Okay, I don't think they're a problem for like a slasher film. I think it's a problem for a Halloween sequel. I agree. Does that just because you say that the, because the precedent was set to the, how we're going to do, like Im, implied, implied like look gore? I, no, I understand implied, the gore. I, implied like um, violence where it's kind of like you don't see it. It's like the first um, Friday the Thirteenth. You know, you're I, not really. I don't mind a that because you know that that's typical sequel stuff. You know, we got to up the ante a little bit. We got to show the audience a little something more. We're going to be go gory. That's not a problem. The problem is how they handled Michael Myers killing people. In Halloween 2, Michael Myers either plays dead or um, he just comes up behind somebody. And the violence is very subtle and sudden. Um, Well, I guess not all of it's subtle. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, the needle going into the eye. that's That's a great moment. But, it's less physical. Yeah, because Michael Myers in that first movie is grabbing the fuck out of everyone, man, and choking the shit out of them. <laughs> Even if he's going to stab him with a knife, he still grabs him by the throat first. Right. It's like instead of going for the gore in the first one, they went for the physicality of like... 
this big brute force slamming someone against the wall and then stabbing them. Right. Where in this one, he would, you know, pop up, stab you. Yeah, did, did it feel like that he... Okay, so he walks very slowly, but then he, like, can pounce. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for some reason, you know, he, he can't pull somebody down uh, when they're climbing up a ladder. Wasn't there a moment with that where she was, like, trying to climb up? Oh, where she's, she's down in the basement? She's yeah. trying to get through the window? Get through the window, and for some reason, he just can't... He like he's I, just like I got I got my scalpel. I can, I can pop out of nowhere and like be springy and kill somebody, but like I just can't like reach up and like grab your legs and pull you down. He's got a mask on. He can't see past right here. Oh, <laughs> so when you look up, when he looks right. up, he's like, man, I can't see. Right. He's blindly just reaching. I mean, I was reading that this is the same <laughs> mask. This mask looks different though in the film. It does not look like the same mask from the first Halloween. It I does look a little different. Take a different. screenshot, double take. Yeah, no, it, it's different. Like it's a lot tighter on his face. I mean, it's, well, it's a, different a different actor. actor. Well, there so. were five actors in the first one that played him. Well, yeah, Nick Castle played him for most of the time, and then the other the other guy played him when the mask came off. Uh, Tony Moran, I think, is that guy. Um, and then the little boy, and I think there were some stunt guys. But I mean, it was mostly Nick Castle, you know, doing all the head tilts. All the Michael Myers. So where was Nick isms. Castle for this one? Why, why did they do that? Uh, man, he was off doing, uh, making his own film career, dude. He he's, he turned out to be a director. Okay, well, good. At least yeah. he did something else. Because I was like, I was thinking, why did that poor guy not get a chance to come back and no? He co-wrote reprise, um, his, reprise his role. What was that? Uh, Escape from New York. He co-wrote that with John Carpenter. Okay, that that was better. Go do that. Yeah, yeah. He he, he directed a bunch of those like Dennis the Menace. You remember that nineties uh, uh, with John, with uh, with uh, Martin uh, with. Uh, Mar- yeah, Martin. That's uh, uh, not his name. It's uh, no, it's not Ma- Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau. Why the hell couldn't I think of that? And also Christopher Lloyd with the biggest fart on t- on screen ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that guy. Did no that. more beans. <laughs> Want more? You know that kid's name was Mason Gamble, and I've remembered that my entire life, and I don't know why. Maybe because such a stupid name. Mason Gamble. Yeah, that's the yeah, kid. That, you know, I don't know. This guy, this guy kind of rolls off the tongue. I wonder what he's done lately. <laughs> I was Dennis the Menace, you know. You know, <laughs> I, I worked with Bug Hall on a movie one time. You know, and he was like, yeah, I was uh, I was Alfalfa in the Little Rascals remake. What else was he in? That was it? I was Little Alfalfa. That, was, that was, <laughs> was his claim to fame. Yeah, actually, he's, he's done some, like, TV movie stuff, stuff like that. And, oh, okay. TV, like, serious stuff. But, yeah, it was just like, wow. That's cool, man. <laughs> he was a cool dude. Not not, not everyone uh, can turn from. Well, who was it? Josh Brolin who was in the Goonies. He kind of really turned that around. Yeah, he did, man. Yeah, he yeah. kind of like you know. Also, Sean Austin, Aston, Austin, Aston. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while though. Yeah, it's been a while since. Well, I've well, seen him. Uh, uh, Stranger Things. Too, oh season two. my gosh! Yeah. yeah, oh brain fart on that one. Yeah, so yeah, that's the most recent thing I can think of. All right. Which he was pretty good in that. <laughs> yes, he was. I did like him. <laughs> I you completely should... <laughs> forgot it, though. Damn. He's that character. <laughs> oh, he, he did good, though. He did yeah. good. Anyways, Halloween 2. <laughs> Benson, what are you doing? Comparing pictures of the mask. Oh, man. So uh, so Benson's doing our screenshot double take. <laughs> no, it is, it is definitely different. I mean... It, it, you can tell, like, even when he's coming down, like, that low angle, when he's going after um, Laurie, and he starts going down the stairs to the basement, right. and there's that low angle shot. It's just the mask doesn't, it doesn't fit his face right. Right. I was thinking the hair looked a little different. I don't know. Yeah. And something with the lips in certain shots looks a little weird. I think a lot of that's also lo- lighting, the, the, the contour lighting. 
Well, it's the same DP. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. The, and even even the third one had the uh, you know Dean yeah. Cundy, which is which is amazing. But also looking at him in the <laughs> in some of these like behind the scenes, he's just also kind of like, eh, you know, it's a job. Like, it's just so like. Well, dude, he is such a cool guy. Like, I mean, okay, <laughs> let, let's examine how cool he is. He turned down the chance to DP the Poltergeist. Yeah, how crazy is that, dude? To do Halloween three, and you know he's kicking himself. <laughs> no, man, no, he got he went, he went to work with uh, Spielberg. Uh, you know, later did he? What did he do with Spielberg? Jurassic Park. We talked about. It. Oh, he oh he shot Jurassic. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, Roger man. Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that okay, guy. he did good. He did good. Yeah, he did great for himself. But it was just, it's awesome to see how loyal, loyal he was. You know, he's like, oh, you know, Carpenter gave me my start. He's asking me to do this. I'm going to come in and do it. Man, yeah. And he did a good job. That's, he, they're actually very pretty. Oh, yeah, yeah. I he's I think he's the standout of the, the these two movies we're talking about. Yeah. And it looks a lot better than other horror films in the era, in, in the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just like, these actually look like they're produced. You know, yeah. they're, they're really good. Yeah. He's good with his foreground elements, too. I, I like that. Um, I guess, okay, the other thing I wanted to talk about with Michael Myers, the, the only other thing that really kind of bothers me in this movie and how they handle him is, you know, in the first film, when you see Michael Myers and he's standing in the background and a character doesn't see him, right? And we do a... we do a. I was just going to show him the two. We're going to compare. So that's one. Okay. That's two. That's a bad screenshot. Uh, are you fucking with me right now? <laughs> no, that's two. Yeah, that's better. That's a better screenshot. But you see, look, you see, look how different that looks. It looks a little different, yeah. Yeah. The lips. Like, yeah. Lips. Can I see the first one again? That's that's one. Yeah, it's different. It, they're, they're 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 more defined. Oh, dude, look, the Halloween films, the mask is different in I think every fucking film. Well, you know, you got to update it a little bit, and you would think that you know he would be he'd be messing with it. Oh man, it, it gets it gets crazy though. It gets crazy in the series how how different it looks. Was I don't understand how they messed it up too, because the mask was made for like less than a hundred bucks. It was William Shatner's mask, a uh, spray paint of white paint and a comb and some scissors. Well, I think they like added some like molded some stuff into it or whatever to like kind of form it out a little different than spray paint it. It's I don't think it's just straight up. No, it's William Shatner's face. It's William Shatner's face, That's spray cool. painted white, eyes holes cut out, hair teased. That's four. Yeah. That looks terrible. That looks that looks goofy. No, wait, wait till we get, dude. Yeah, we get to H two O. Yeah, yeah. The masks are definitely different. But okay, anyway, what I was uh, <laughs> what I was saying about Michael Myers, right? Um, the first movie when Michael Myers appears behind somebody and he's stalking them, you see them. Michael Myers is back there. Either the camera or a character will block him, he and disappears. then. Yeah, when they move, the camera moves, he's not there anymore. We don't see where he goes. Okay, in this movie, every time you see Michael Myers in the background, you see where he's walking to. Yeah. It really sucks the fucking suspense out of every goddamn scene, dude. And it takes some of his supernaturalness out of it. It makes it feel more like he's like a stalking thing instead of like... In the first one, he actually feels like it's it's, it's supposed to be supernatural, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he's supposed to be like a ghost thing or something, right? He's the boogeyman. Right, yeah. You don't get that one. This one, it just feels like he's like a stalker, like you know, straight up serial killer. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. Not that I, not, I again, I like I don't. You see more of him, him in this one, and which I, you know, yeah. I think that they, they kind of did that. You know, what he's looking at is like what what was the most what what, what was the best thing of, of the first one? 
it was seeing Michael Myers, so we got to stick with him the whole time. We got to have this happen. And why is Laurie in the bed the whole fucking movie? <laughs> I don't think they knew what to do with her, man. It's like an hour until she gets out of bed, and then she crawls out and stumbles and then finds somewhere and then curls up and goes to sleep. I'm like, what are you doing? And Jamie Lynn Curtis's stock had risen huge. She was a pretty big star when this movie came out. She's like, what? I, she's like, I can totally sleep through this one. Yeah, her, her and Donald Pleasant's name come up on the screen at the same time. I don't know, man. I don't know why they put her in the bed. It's because they didn't want to show that wig off so much. Did they not have her for very long? So they had to like figure out a way to shoot lots of scenes in one room? Not that I know of. I've never heard anything where they it was a scheduling conflict with anything. Or budgeting conflict. Well, they had $2.5 million. You know, and the hotel they were shooting, or not the hotel, but the hospital they were shooting in, that was a vacated hospital. Next to an airport. airport. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So, like, what are you spending your money on? Where's the $2.5 million going? Like, if you're not spending it on Donald Pleasance and Jamie Lee Curtis at that point, like, what'd they spend the money on? Well, they had to buy her new uh, wardrobe. So, this must be a continuation, right? Yeah. Yeah. The the movie literally picks up. Right? Yeah. She's wearing different clothes. And the the other one, she was, like, wearing these, like, bell-bottom blue pants. No, she's still out. When they bring I'm, her into the I'm, hospital, when they bring her got, into the hospital, she still got the same blue shirt on. She, yeah, but her pants are just like like tight leg jeans. I paused oh, it and like looked out because because I I remarked by watching the first one. Man, look, she's got these like they're like real high waisted oh, like I, okay, like, and, like with these like flare that. out like blue like, brownish. Like, like, like I'm just kind of she's wearing these blue pants that flare out like uh, bell bottoms, and I was like, man, she's wearing bell bottoms. That's funny as fuck. Were they blue? I thought they were brown. I think they were blue, and then and then they, but then in the hospital she's wearing blue jeans. And then the blue top, and she's obviously wearing a wig. Her hair's her head's all thick, and and the I, you know I actually and I think that stands out mostly bad. because kind of watched them right back to back. So like when you're like watching it, you see you see the difference, and yeah. also the ending uh, where uh, he goes out the uh, um, the balcony. Oh, when he falls down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when they redid it for the uh, for where he goes out into the, the uh, seven shots. Yeah. He obviously walks up a ramp and goes over the edge. There's, 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 there's no way that there's a ramp up there in somebody's house that takes you right up to the lip and over. Yeah, they it's, couldn't it's, have a stuntman yeah, do that. There's an obvious ramp that he walks up and then like falls out into the yard and leaves a burning impression into the <laughs> into the grass. Was it a burning? I thought, I thought it was like just the dew. To be, yeah. yeah, the dew's gone. But it's like weird. He's like, he's so hot, he can melt the dew. <laughs> now this is sounding like a Mountain Dew commercial. Michael Myers does the dew. He burns it off. Do the dew. I did always think the, the, the dew pattern of Michael Myers, like spread eagle, like, like, totally like making out. yard angels yeah. in the yard. I love the neighbor that comes out, man. That is like that's he's my like, favorite. I'm getting sick with all this trick or treating shit. I've been trick or treated to death tonight. That's amazing. You don't he's, know what death is. It's like that. Those those music drops are so fucking funny, uh, man. Oh man, they're great, dude. I love that. And there's no like lead up like modern music. Like you know they got uh, modern movies that got to give you a little like lead up. You know we're gonna like kind of build the suspense and then but this one's like just from nothing to boom. And we're gonna drop the drop the music in yeah the first one was kind of like that too though you know i think it helps and like i always like those little stingers and then it go it'll do the brown or whatever the oh, high pitch sound is I and then it'll that. go right into I love the, that so much the little high pitch noises and stuff yeah when they're building all this like tension yeah i like it a lot dude i like john carpenter's work a lot though so you know i like what the with the with the uh, i don't remember his name but the guy that came in to kind of like build on what he did for uh halloween 2 
Oh, the composer. The other, the other composer. Oh, uh, Alan. Um, I forget the guy's last name. You got Alan. it open right there. But anyways, he uh, he basically just fattened it up, and he's the guy that's kind of like basically taking all the themes and tying them together to make them work for this one. You know, with instruction from Mr. Carpenter. He did say that uh, that John Carpenter was off what making the thing, so he kind of had like you know free reign. Yeah, he's done some Alan Howard stuff. What? <laughs> Isn't that what it says? Howarth? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's just how you said it, Jared. <laughs> or Howarth. <laughs> what in the Sam Hain? How? <laughs> what in the Sam Hain is all worth. this? <laughs> Mr. Mister Howarth? <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I think he just comes in and like sets everything up for John Carpenter, and then John Carpenter comes in and performs you know his music does his thing and then you know he'll, that's he'll nobody in, said in the thing man he'll come in and punch it up well i mean that he basically said they sent him his stems like of all the like yeah, everything he said in the making everything though. that he that was written he's like there it is now make it bigger oh, and tied yeah together. i guess that so, is yeah that's for the second yeah the, yeah, second, for the one. second one yeah he's yeah. like he's basically just like look there's all this music that was created now make it work for here and where it doesn't you got to fill it in that is true for the second one they were just filling it. but yeah because I'm, I'm confusing that with part three yeah, because the third one, John Carpenter actually came oh. in and did a new score. There's a new score for that one where yeah. they, you know, go in and try to. So he actually had to create new things for that. Yeah, we're not there yet, Brian. I know, I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> but you're right. He did. He did. Yeah. It wouldn't have been weird if they would used the same theme. Oh, it would have been amazing. Dun, 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 dun. That would have made it even more anthology tying it all together. Well, they did. There, there's a couple scenes in part three where they do, they do use the Halloween theme. But they're using it because it's playing on TV. Yeah, we're not there yet. I know, we're not there yet. (laughs) But yeah, you're right. That's great. I like watching people watch TV in movies. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me want to watch that other movie that they're watching instead of the It's a really long shot of him drinking and watching TV. (gasps) What he said. And then he's like, God, I need a drink. (laughs) You're like, man, I wish I was watching Halloween 1 instead of Halloween Halloween 3. Why'd you have to remind me that... Oh, my goodness. Hey, you remember this thing we did that was really good? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I, I guess I, I've been I've been dogging a lot on, on Halloween 2, but I, I, I do enjoy this movie. I, it is competently made, and it is fun, and it's really entertaining. No, it is. It's just a sequel to Halloween. It, it's it's just, you know, and what's really weird about it's it... it's not scary. Is, well, there, there's, there's some moments, um, but... That cat how coming the out of the... fuck film? is all this happening in one night? How do they, they? How do they have time? It's still all the because it takes it all the way up to morning. If you take okay, so what time did all the other shit happen in Halloween one? Let's just let's just give a roundabout. How long did it take for all of those things to occur? I don't know, three hours. Okay, so it gets dark about what? I, well, it's got to be before the parents get home because the <laughs> right, parents are home. Right, but it's dark yet. though. Is what I'm saying. So if you think about that, like we're already pushing into we're not in Halloween anymore. All those other things, and then they they have like this burnt body into. Then they get they have time to go back, take that up to the fucking morgue, scrape on it a little bit. Oh shit, this is the we have all these things that go on. Then look, we're going back out. Now we're still. It's the same night still. Yeah, like there's some weird time gap shit going on in this movie. I don't know, man. It's like, it's like we're it? in like a time paradox where this is the longest day ever. How, how can you fit all that shit? <laughs> Dude, I didn't really think about it because there's really not that much stuff. If you, th- you think about everything that happens in this other one, there's no way that all this could happen after the other one in the same night. I don't know. If the first one ends, let's say the first one ends at uh, 11 o'clock, 1130, 
I don't know. It, it could happen. Brian, how long does it take to go to a crime scene, pick a body up, put it in a truck, take it back, get the coroner to come in and like dissect it, look at it, oh my God, da 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 da, and then do that? We'd, start, we'd already be in oh, the next dude, day. Uh, okay, hour but, and a half. But, but, <laughs> but, but no way. But hold up. An escape. Been there, done that. <laughs> but an escaped lunatic is out. Like, I would I would think they would hurry it and put a rush job on it. Yeah, it's know, not man. like, you know, uh, I don't know. I would think you would. Okay, the thing is, is like, why is Donald Pleasant so killjoy in this movie? Like, he, he's just like, oh, look, is that Michael Myers? He totally fucking kills this 17-year-old kid. Dude. And, that... and they're totally just like, meh, about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's so, we got to go over there. He's, apparently somewhere's over there. Something's happening. I forget what it was, but there's something's happening. Somewhere. We got to leave. And everybody's like, what the fuck? You just, you killed, just killed this guy. We can't just leave. You just killed this kid who was trick-or-treating. He was just wanted some candy. We need to go now. And besides, he was blonde. Michael Myers isn't blonde. Uh, that wig uh, it, it I don't like know a, sometimes it is in some of the shots it does yeah. look a little blonde in that shot he was like obviously smaller and he had like uh, the, uh, had the, the the mask looked a little had a little blondish hair uh, yeah maybe I don't know I'm always just laughing at Donald Pleasance because he's just like I'm gonna uh, shoot this fucking person I'm wearing this at, mask and how it's like he watched Dirty Harry he's just like he's I'm like, doing it pow instant justice <laughs> <laughs> I know how to do this now <laughs> I just watched <laughs> the Deadpool. <laughs> it, it is crazy. I, I do like that uh, guy that gets hit by the car and burns to a crisp. Yeah. They drop his name. It's Ben Tramer. Which is, the, yeah. Yeah, it's the, girl, the guy that Laurie has a crush on in the first movie. Yeah. That's so great. That is that's, that's gnarly. Good. That's that's cool callback shit. It's like, damn, man, she can't get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's, you know it's, it's not cool to be a virgin. <laughs> well, see now that they're doing the new one and they're just gonna pretend this didn't happen, she could be married to Ben Trimer. Oh, so yeah, yeah. so yeah, I read that. Then so the, the second two doesn't happen. How, how 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 are they getting away with that? I don't know. I mean, I I'm only going off the trailer. You guys, you know, same thing you guys saw. It just says that. Oh no, that sister thing was a rumor. What about that weird dream she had where she saw him sitting next to a window looking back at her at a young at a young age where her hair was too dark? Well, I would, I would assume <laughs> that it would get rid of all of Halloween, too. But Isn't yeah. that weird in that flashback, her weird little like dream where she remembers seeing her brother sitting in a window? Yeah. And for some reason, her hair is too dark. It bugs me. Like, if you're going to you're going to have her wearing a wig. And he's too old. And he, yeah, it's so <laughs> yeah, it's such awkward. That's just like we, we got to figure this out. You. You've got a budget. You can find people that look better than that, that match a little better than this. What did you guys think of the sister reveal? Like Laurie Strode being I just think Michael it's felt Myers. Like they're sister. just trying to. They're trying to like give more world to me. Trying it to make felt, it feel bigger. I don't know. To me, this whole movie felt like it moved away from what Halloween was to let's do Friday the Thirteenth. It definitely changes the series. Like I mean, from here on out, every Michael Myers film will revolve around a family member. I mean, it's it's a franchise change that affects everything. Well, they even call the the uh, four or whatever. It's like Michael Myers is back. <laughs> <laughs> just just so you know, on the front end, we're letting you know in the title. <laughs> this one's with Michael Myers. <laughs> call it Michael Myers subtitle. Halloween. <laughs> four. All right. Well, let's check out the trailer for this movie. When we come back, we'll talk about it. We'll wrap this bitch up, and then we'll talk about three. For another hour, season of the witch, and then we'll watch the trailer of that. Uh, guys, how long what in the Sam Hain? We haven't even brought up Sam Hain, dude. I've got it. Yeah, we got to do all that. God damn it! <laughs> 
I shot him six times. I shot him in the heart. He's not human. Universal Pictures presents Halloween 2. More of the night he came home. Who is it? There was nothing within him, neither conscience nor reason, that wasn't even remotely human. <laughs> Some kind of a joke. I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. You don't know what death is. <laughs> Janet, go tell Mr. Garrett we're having trouble with the phones. There is no place to hide. He will always find you. What's this? It's a Celtic word. It means the Lord of the Dead. That was the trailer for Halloween 2. Man, they like to give it all to you in that trailer. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. During the trailer, there's a shot of the nurse. She opens the door, and then his hand, like, grabs her shoulder. Yeah. That's a perfect example of what you're talking about. Like, in the other one, she would have opened the door, and we would have seen him behind her. Right. You know, there's another moment where they, they try to do, like, do something similar to that with the infants. Mm-hmm. Where he's where standing he... through the glass. Yeah. And he just, again, he just goes off and walks. You even can see him walk through frame and where he goes and the yeah, door he goes right. into. And it takes the, the mystery out of it. Like, yeah. yeah. The mystique of it. Or yeah. him popping up out of frame. Like, how do you not see him there? <laughs> no, he, yeah. He, you know, he's just like the, uh, <laughs> like the T-Rex at the end of Jurassic Park. It's just, it's just a pet peeve of like when people <laughs> walk into a room and they can't see what's past the camera frame. Right, yeah. They, I mean, they, they do a lot of that stuff in this movie. You know one thing I did like, though? What's that? One thing I really, really love is the fucking little child with the razor blade. Oh, my God. That's so terrible. Like, obviously, she was bobbing for apples or was eating some Halloween candy. You know, the old story with your neighbors putting razor blades in the candy. And the funny thing about that is I was just looking that up before I watched the movie. You know, I I was having a conversation with somebody about that and uh, about how that's, that's never really happened. But there are some instances where people were sticking pins into apples and stuff, and people would, like, bite in and find a pin. That's happened, like, once or twice. Yeah, it seems like that would be a really stupid way to commit a crime. Right. Because, you know, 
You go trick or treat. You remember who gave you the damn apple? Because yeah. <laughs> trust me, you remember who gave you the Snickers bars and then the suckers. Right? Who gave you the apple is like the lowest dude on the totem pole. But also, what kid is gonna bite that fucking apple? Really? When you got all that candy? Unless it was a candy apple. Yeah. yeah but it I was the whole razor blade. It was kind of weird. It's just like mouth propped open. If I was I that kid's like mom, that. I could have gotten that fucking razor blade out of his mouth. I don't know, man. I wouldn't even want to touch it. Oh, it was nasty. You just nasty. let your kids sit there with a razor blade in their mouth? I don't know, man. I'd, I'd get that razor blade out of there. I don't know. Like, stop crying. Let <laughs> 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 go clean your room. <laughs> your mom's going to be home stop in 15 minutes. Stop bleeding on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Stop crying. If you're going to bleed, go Stop lay Stop crying. I'm watching put Halloween your head over too. The, put your head over the sink now. <laughs> Stop arguing. I'm not cleaning these carpets again. What did I tell you? <laughs> I just want a glass of water. The thing is, uh, like, the razor blade looks like it's in there really bad. Though. Oh, man. It, it's like you know totally. I mean? It's like wedged like you would wedge like a It looks stick. like it's in between her teeth. Yeah, in, in a monster's mouth when it's trying to bite you. You know how they do that in movies. It like stick something up there. So, yes. Like, it's, it's, yeah, she was taking one heck of a bite out of that. <laughs> man. But that that is a great little like scene carrier to get you into the Yeah, I really like it. It's a throwaway thing. It's only like four or five shots, but it's awesome. But apparently Dino De Laurentiis did not like it and wanted it removed. Yeah. Well But what does he know? Yeah, he produced the first King Kong remake. We know how that went. Yeah. Yeah. So Decisions you, were bad. What do y'all <laughs> think about um the idea of setting the movie in a hospital? Oh, I like that. I mean I don't have a problem with the settings at all. Like taking it from the neighborhood to the hospital. And yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You make, know, you still, you know, it's a confined environment. Yeah. For some reason, at some points, I did like question where I was. I was like, fuck, are we still in the hospital? Because there was like weird little areas that they would go to. Oh, it seemed like that yeah. hospital had some like Freddy Krueger esque areas where you go down, there's like steam pipes and shit, you know, and you're waiting for him to like pop out with like weird like red lights and stuff. Yeah, they did have a <laughs> bunch of basements, you know. Yeah, there's, they there's some like and... weird, creepy areas. But I guess I guess you know, big buildings like that have that. Yeah, I just kept waiting on the white horse. What's the white horse? <laughs> <laughs> That's from the other Halloween too. Okay, I'm 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 I'll get there eventually. And if you can answer that question, you win a prize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know you can figure that one out. <laughs> I've been still thinking about that for a while. Uh, kids figure it out. Um, Oh, I did want to mention, uh, I do like all the split diopter shots in the movie. Did you guys notice those? No, man. Point them out. Okay. Oh, well, it's uh, like when the uh, the husband is sitting watching um, uh, Friday the 13th, not Friday the 13th, Nightmare, uh, not Nightmare on Elm Street, watching Night of the Living, of the Living Dead. Dead. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to get yeah. the horror movie right eventually. He, he's sitting there, right? And his wife is, gets distracted and starts watching television. Michael Myers comes in to grab the butcher knife that she's making a sandwich, a ham sandwich or something yeah. like that. And there's the newscast great, comes on. Yeah, there's this great split diopter shot where he's like sitting uh, frame right. And then in the background, way off frame left is the wife. And then you see Michael Myers just he's just there and he just leaves quietly out of frame. And yeah, he's it, back in the doorway. Uh, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. And they did another one, too, with like the uh, the doctor, the actual doctors like um, who's got the needle in his eye. When you can see half of his face and the girls talking behind him, they do another split diopter there. I, that, that's, so the, 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 those, those are cool. Those are cool. They're, they're not blatant, like, you know, Man in the High Castle that, uh, split diopter shots. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's, have, uh, but, well, it's been a while. It's, uh, I'm talking about the movie with um, Robert Redford and James Gandolfini. Robert it's, Redford? It's called The oh, Last Castle. Uh, yeah. The prison film. The prison film. They do a lot of split diopter in that, and they're real noticeable. 
Because, you know, for some reason it kind of stands out to me, but for some reason those didn't really pop out to me. But I, now that I'm remembering the shots, I see it. But, yeah, that's cool. So when was the first time you saw Halloween 2? Uh, man, I, dude, I don't know. I, I saw this. I taped it off television. So I saw it with the commercial breaks and everything. Oh, for, wow. like, I don't know. So you saw the TV version. Yeah, for like five years. I mean, I didn't see it uncut until it came out on DVD, to be honest with you. Wow. Really? Yeah. I never rented this on, on VHS. You know, I was I was happy with how it was on, on television. TV cuts just as gory as the first yeah. Halloween movie. So it, I don't know. I never had a problem with it. I saw it October 5th, 2018. And you remember the day. I know. I remember the actual day. It was Friday. It was a Friday. I probably watched it around, let's say, about 9 p.m. that day. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's a day I'll remember forever. <laughs> you just follow it up with Halloween 3? Because that's the only way you remember I didn't. I watched forever. Halloween 3 today. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, first time I saw it was on a... Uh... It's on TV. It's on one of the Halloween marathons where they played like one, two, and three. Were you disappointed? Hmm. Were you disappointed as a kid? No, not as a kid. It is interesting to go back and watch it now, comparing it to the first one, and just I don't know. To me, the artistry level was. Yeah. You could definitely tell. Carpenter had project. Yeah, Carpenter had more of his heart in the first one, and the next one was more of a committee. But how is, do we continue the story? It is neat how it picks up. If you're gonna have to do another one, it is kind of cool how it continues on. You could, you could definitely watch them back to back. You know, get it going. A la Rogue One and uh, A New Hope, just in reverse. This does, <laughs> I, I would say this does it better. I mean, because then you even get like the last couple of minutes from from Halloween with a couple new shots too. They what, even they, well, they, they changed some things to make this new story work a little bit. Yeah, I like yeah, that. but that's cool though. I yeah. dig it. Yeah. I, I really liked how the movie started. I don't know about the neighbor. What did you guys think about the first uh, victim that Michael bumps off the girl? It, it felt random, and it felt like, oh, we got we got to kill somebody. We got we got to get that going. We're, we're, we need to set a precedence that this one we're fucking people up. We need a body count. Yeah, like to kill ten people. Yeah, I thought it was weird though that he doesn't kill like the old couple. He's like, oh, well, you know, baby babysitters, you know, teenagers. That's my thing. I'm gonna go next door. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just, you know, he's on a mission. He's just like, oh, I'm going to go to the hospital. I got to go kill Laurie Strode. And, oh, hey, look, I just happened to stumble across a teenager alone in their house. Well, I, maybe he was like, well, if I kill this babysitter, will that satisfy me? It's going to tide him over until he's like, you know, his, his kill meter goes up. And he's like, okay, no, good. it didn't satisfy me. I got to go find Laurie. Oh, God. <laughs> and as a kid, like. I totally bought, oh, that's his sister, and it's secret, and, and then watching it this time, I was like, yeah, that's a little, that's, that's a little forced. It's a little forced. It's, like I said, it feels like they're just trying to, like, make the world richer, you know? Like it's, like, it's like, how cool would it be if it was his sister? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, this is, like, a such a huge moment in the franchise. It changes everything, and... Yeah, when you watch this movie now, it does feel like it's a it's a tacked on thing. Like, hey, why are how are we going to keep Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie? I don't know. They're related. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. It's, yeah, it feels get, like yeah. The, the question came up during. Well, it why is. is he so like obsessed with killing her? Well, what if she's his sister? All right, that'll work. Go for it. Well, I mean, you got to bring Jamie Lee Curtis back. You know, I mean, yeah, Scream Queen. Yeah, she survived the last one. I mean, she was the one that I, yeah, yeah, out of the, the actors that made a. Huge impact. She was the one that got away. <laughs> you know, they could have just went with 
he doesn't like to let people get away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because everyone that got away yeah. in the first one died in this one, right? Except for her. Yeah. So they changed the tagline to now it's revenge. Michael Myers' revenge. That's part five. No, that's the revenge. Oh, I hope, oh that's true. <laughs> I hope that Michael Myers meets the real Michael Myers. Like, you know, Mike Myers. Like, fucking, you know. I did like that joke in Drive. Yeah, that was great. Or Baby Driver. Yeah. That's what it was. Mike Myers' drive. mask. Uh, but yeah, it'd be great for him to kill him. This is a Halloween mask. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's so stupid. It's funny. God, it was so good. It's perfect. That's a perfect. It's a perfect joke. Yeah, that, that's one of those scenes in movies where you're like, "That is so fucking obvious. How did nobody write that shit before now?" And also, you also see all the young people sitting around like, "I don't get it." That's right, because you're a fucking idiot. You're not. <laughs> you're not cultured. Yeah, you don't know everything. <laughs> I know everything. We're culture shaming you right now. I had a young kid the other day tell me that they, they, they didn't know who Bill and Ted were. And I was like, you can't talk to me. Who? Huh? I was talking to a younger kid and they were saying they didn't know who Bill and Ted were. The guys that own that store over Oh my God, you can't talk to me. <laughs> he didn't have an excellent... I'm not listening adventure. to anything Benson's saying for the rest of the day. That's going to make this podcast really hard. Wait, is someone talking? I'll just, I'll just start relaying y'all's message back and forth to each other. <laughs> Brian, if you would tell uh, Jeremy that I really think that this film was actually fairly watchable, even though that his opinion may not be. Ask Jerry, you know, did this correct. film take him on a bodacious journey or an excellent adventure? Oh, this is too hard. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Let's go to part three. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll call a truce. <laughs> what, what did you guys think of the kills? What's your favorite kill in the movie? Besides the besides the the the, uh, the tub, doesn't he rip someone's head off? No, that's three. Okay, I'm, I see. I'm, I'm missing them. I'm stacking them together. I'm trying to remember. I I like the hammer. I like the security guard. Getting oh, the that hammer was to the good. Head. That was good. That is a nice little cringy. Like, just like ooh. I don't like the cat that jumps out of the dumpster beforehand. That cat just looked like it's somebody somebody threw. It's like, hey, here's a cat. I, it, it, it's it the is, cat's arms weren't even out. Like it was trying to like it was like here, catch this cat. Like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> it is such a cliched moment that when it happens, in the movie you can't help but laugh. Yeah, it, it, that's really funny. I mean, it's like anytime you 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 attack somebody with cats, just like and let the right one in. Like you know, it just it's it's laughable. It's a cat, bro. <laughs> yeah. Cat. Yeah, um, I figured you'd go for the needle in the eye. Then yeah. I know, yeah, that's. I think that's the worst one. That's pretty baller. Uh, yeah. For some reason, like I, I like seeing it's not my favorite though the the scalpel in the back, and then like him pick her up with that. But the but the problem I have with that is if you were gonna stab somebody with that like seven inch scalpel, you would go all the way to the hilt with it. It wouldn't just like stick in just a little bit and be able to pick somebody up over their back. You know what I mean? That yeah. just, that that kind of thing. I was like, eh, it didn't look very realistic. But I like I like cutting down to her feet, seeing the shoes fall, and the, the really nice wide shot of that. It's it's pretty badass. Yeah, I do like the shoes falling. Yeah, that is cool. It's it's it's, it's a it's just yeah, that's that's menacing as fuck. When you look back and you see somebody actually just lifting somebody, it's like oh god, we've got to get the fuck away from this guy. Yeah, and I do like they go they cut into like uh, Laurie's POV where she's kind of drugged out and groggy. Yeah, and you, you see the blurry vision. Yeah, that that is a cool scene. I like that. When she finally wakes up, the movie starts to get pace. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh I, yeah, yeah, when the when the main the main star of the movie like yeah. actually becomes like, involved in the film. My my, big, my biggest like thing with this movie is like they, they were trying to match 
the style of the first one so much to make it feel like it was a continuation in that they felt like they had to have these two shots of people standing there talking and smoking or uh, sitting in a car uh, having these long-winded conversations like these oneers that just go on and on. I think that some of these scenes were a little bit too long. Yeah, yeah, you know maybe, what I mean. Yeah, like, like it's, and it's just like it's like it's like we're just sitting there, and it, and I know that they were trying to match the original, and that's a style and all that. But like in a, in a modern film, uh, we we would punch in more, we cut around and all that, you try to like build a pace. It just feels like a lot of this before we start getting into some stuff. It's like God, man, we're just gonna sit here and just listen to all this like dribble. <laughs> this, yeah, just to me, some of it was just kind of it just drug a little bit. The actors are good enough that they can they can make most of the well. Okay, I guess. The scenes I'm thinking of are the Donald Pleasant scenes with him and the sheriff. Like, and that's what I'm talking about. Those, those were they're were they're like giving you all the backstory stuff. That just yeah. feels like, yeah. I like that. I think those actors are good enough for the, it. It plays. Yeah, it works for me. I'm yeah. okay with it. My biggest problem is I think they've got the style match for the first one, but they missed the tone. Yeah. You think it's too light? You're, they're, they're feeling a little bit too forced? It... <laughs> Like I said in the in the Halloween movie, like the way they created the story with Michael Myers is this boogeyman incarnate. It's almost taking these gothic horror story elements and then moving them into a suburban American neighborhood and telling this story where so it's it's got themes and stuff that's interlaced with you know these old ideas and this one is just it moves straight over to slasher. Yeah, it definitely felt pointed. Like they're like definitely he's not he's not the boogeyman coming out of the shadows anymore. He's the jump scare jumping into the frame. Right. They removed the supernatural aspect of him. Do they add that back? Do do we actually get that again? Well, I mean, you you get it in this movie. I mean, he he gets shot in this film and keeps coming. And... Well, there's that, but I mean, it's like it just doesn't. He just feels like this relentless force that's being there instead of just like this thing yeah. that's kind of creeping around. Which is like you know, it's the slasher you formula you killer you can't stop. It's Friday the 13th, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But so my favorite kill is that dumbass cop who goes and, like, he's laying on the ground and, like, uh, they, they shoot him and he falls down and the guy's like, I, I wouldn't stand there if I was you. And dude's like, what? What? I'm going to check. I'm going to go down here. And he just You're fucking, still like, breathing? Yeah. He, he, like, leans up and just grabs the guy. I was like, that's right. And cuts his neck with the uh, nice little surprise scare. Yeah, but see, that just does not feel like that's not Michael Myers to me. Like, that. Like him. Michael Myers would not have done that if, if this was the first movie and and you know he he was gonna come back he wouldn't just grab the guy and like slightly he, throw him over his knee and cut and then his cut neck. his throat yeah yeah he would like grab the shit out that motherfucker and just like start pin throttling him, down. Throttling him. And yeah then, yeah and like beat him over his knee <laughs> yeah it you're saying violent. he's not he's he would be more brutal it would have been yeah more handsy more brutal whatever yeah. yes. Yeah, what do you got? What do you guys rating this? I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I'm feeling you guys are gonna go higher. No, I. No, I'd probably do about the same. Yeah. Really? Okay. Because this be my first time seeing it. Like I said, I haven't like weighed it on all the others and all that kind of stuff. This is my first initial. Like, what did you guys? I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember your ratings on the. You guys did all tens, right? For the previous, just because, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah it, it, sure. just, it deserved it. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. We did tens for the first one. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I wouldn't give it a seven. I give it like a six five. Yeah, it's a six it, five. It, it definitely deserves that because there's like, it's a continuation of the story yet again, and just like you said, it kind of like 
sets the tone for things to come beyond the weirdness that came. But, you know, um, yeah. It just feels more like a Friday the 13th movie than a Halloween movie. Which is me. which is what yeah. they, they, that which is like, okay, now, how are we going to make more money with this? You know, so that's, 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 that's where that film came from. More of the night he came home. Yeah, it's like, all right, I got to send my kids to college. So then they switch gears and go straight into Halloween 3. Which came out the next year, like, uh, you know, to the day. It actually came out two days earlier. You don't really know much about Halloween. Halloween. The barriers will be down between the real and the unreal. And the dead might be looking in. The last great one took place 3,000 years ago when the hills ran red. Halloween, you happen to know anything about this Cochran? All I can tell you, mister, is watch out. Season He's watching you, friend, I guarantee you that. Trick or treat, trick or treat. Hey, Mr. Cochran, just what is the final process? Fellas, I was just kidding. Witchcraft. To us, it was a way of controlling our environment. Hey! Where are they taking her? They're taking her to the factory. I want a mask. Can I have a mask? Uh, just what I had in mind for you, little buddy. Why, Cochran? Why? Do I need a reason? I've got nothing here to indicate there was ever a body at all. Operator, this is an emergency. I do love a good joke, and this is the best ever. A joke on the children. I'm glad you'll be able to watch it. You've got to believe me. They're going to kill us. All of us. Stop it. The world's going to change tonight, Doctor. Happy Halloween. Stop it! Halloween 3. Season of the Witch, the night no one comes home. I think the idea of like having a movie franchise that's like a big anthology is kind of cool. That is cool, especially themed like they did. But, it's a good idea. Yeah, no, it, it's a good idea. I, I think where it it confused fans is you got one and two are both Michael Myers, and then three is not. Right. You, you have to tell fucking people... That Michael Myers is going to be in the movie, or that you're going to do this. Like yeah. nobody knew that. Yeah. You know, like you look at the ads and it's just like, yeah, Halloween three, the season of the witch. It's like, why well, is it called Halloween three? Why don't you just call it Halloween something else and then tell people yeah. like, hey, Michael Myers is not in this fucking movie. Well, this is something else. I I knew that he wasn't in it the whole time I was watching it, but I was also trying to see the parallels, and there's not any. You know, you know. Besides nah, the way, the, really. besides the way that the robot things walk, you know, they're kind of like they're Michael Myers esque with kind of how yeah, they're like slow yeah. moving that's and all true. that. So that that's kind of inspired that way. But like the whole, yeah, that's it's terrible marketing on this film. There's a blog post I read today where a guy was trying to take the robots from three and prove that Michael Myers is, is a, a robot. robot. I hate I, if that's true. I no. That's bullshit. Yeah, it doesn't even make any sense. This is what most people were telling. Because <laughs> and and what 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 will totally solve that problem is the robots are too easy to kill. Uh, because you can tear up Michael Myers' ass, but you know if you just one good smack to the head, 
will knock one of these things off and like the the green goo comes out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's it's too easy to kill one of these things. Yeah, like even like the first time you you meet one of the corporate robots, they take him out. You know, I, I feel so much better about the movie after finding out that they're robot things that are just kind of like blasé about everything because the very first opening scene, there's this guy who is attacking our main character guy who's kind of like a, a Tom Selleck had a baby with Tom Skerritt and there's a <laughs> little bit of... Um, Tom Atkins? No. No, that's uh, the um, who's the uh, Who's the guy who's in Spinal Tap? Christopher Guest? No, the other guy. Um, the guy who's in um, who's in Better Call Saul. Oh, I forget that guy's name. I know you don't mind. Michael McKean. So there's like a touch of Michael McKean in there, and it's like Tom Selleck and Tom Skerritt had a baby. That's our main character guy. I just keep seeing all three of these guys in this guy as he's acting. What's his name, Tom? His name's Tom. Tom which, Atkins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Tom Selleck? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's, got, he's got the mustache thing going. But anyway, so so the guy that's attacking him, uh, like the, the car slowly rolls and like slams into him, but he doesn't really react. He just kind of like just takes it. And I'm like, this is the worst acting I have ever seen. But no, he was acting like the robot that we haven't been introduced to yet. Yeah. So, but halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, okay, that was better than I thought it was. <laughs> I was like, because it's like, oh man, this is some cheese ball shit right here. Well, guess I'm eating my work. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, dude, like, you know, set up the world, you know. Maybe I shouldn't judge a movie until I watch the damn thing. Well, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't change my initial, uh, you know, my first impressions. Yeah, it's batshit bonkers, that's for sure. Like, why? I why? still have a hard time understanding why the guy wants, like, what is his ultimate plan? Okay, so to I got sacrifice it. all these children. He wants to kill children for some reason. He wants to melt their heads. For some reason. And for some reason, in everybody's head is a snake and some kind of bug that I can't like place what it is. And they, they live inside of cricket? us. These and weird cricket spiders. things. Spiders and shit. They live inside of our bodies and they can only be released when you put this fucking like mask on that has this like microchip in the back of it. And that vibrates with like, uh, you know. Every day is Halloween, ha- you know, oh the fuck, God, or whatever the fucking, you know. I like, you know, they, they wear it out a little bit. But uh, a silver shamrock. But they, they keep, uh, uh, but I like how the um, our main character gets annoyed with it as it goes. Because I'm like, fucking really? Yeah, she's like, God damn. This fucking like this this commercial. You gotta know when the big prize is being or the big <laughs> giveaway is gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's pretty good. Well, you you did leave out the part that the 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 microchip is actually a piece of Stonehenge. That oh they stole. yeah, that is. Oh, so, you know, but you know, I um, I didn't remember. So at the very beginning, uh, early in the movie, there uh there there's this black guy. He's kind of like the attendant at the hotel or something, right? Where, where does he work? No, it's a gas station. Gas right? station. Yeah. And he's watching the news, and they're like, "Oh, someone has stolen a piece of Stonehenge." I did not really. I let that like wash over me the first time I watched it, and upon review and going back and like rewatching things, I, I caught that again because when they had, at the end where they show this giant piece of fucking Stonehenge <laughs> rock, and he goes over and he like he's like you know just even a little bit of dust from it. it's really good. It's like damn man, you could like chop that Stonehenge up and snort it and probably get off on it. How much fucking mysticism and magic is in Stonehenge? That's right. You have snakes pop out your nose and your so eye holes. He, so he's One killing the, the kids with the, the mask to sacrifice them to Stonehenge. 
No. No, they no. use the power of Stonehenge to activate the masks. But what is what is his purpose for wanting to kill the kids? We have no idea. Okay. Okay, so they're all they're all witches, okay? Yeah, I got all that, but which is like, very weird because they don't really do any witch shit. Well, they don't say they're witches. Tom yes, Atkin, they do. No, Tom Atkins says he's they're witches, and he like responds, but and to like, but he doesn't even say yes. He just responds to his previous question. Well, they do some mysticism shit because they end up like pissing off Stonehenge, and Stonehenge like gets its revenge. What? At the end? That's not what Stonehenge got its revenge. What are you talking about? I don't want to jump all the way to there, but like... No, at the end of the movie, uh, Tom Atkins uh, throws the computer chips down uh, right at where the signal is. Yeah, and that pisses off Stonehenge, and it makes this circle of fucking light, and it beams off, and it kills our fucking main our, our main bad guy. But that, that's what Stonehenge was supposed to do. Spon- Stonehenge was designed to kill that fucker? <laughs> well, no, he was just in the way. <laughs> he was in between the computer and the Stonehenge. They were going to connect, and they were going to have that light show... Uh, explosion because you see it earlier in the movie there's a lady that's missing with a computer chip right she has a misfire and it blows out of her mouth yeah it was gnarly as shit yeah so that's what they're showing us what happens when something goes wrong right yeah. they're showing us you get a, a mini lightsaber for a they second they call it a misfire yeah whatever it is and it looks like a lightsaber we, we had we had a misfire <laughs> and I, I guess the Cochran guy who's the bad dude in the movie um, yeah he just happened to be in between Stonehenge and the television when the signal was coming from. I love how he gives him a golf clap. He's like, <laughs> "That's so great! You guys are in the in the in the, uh, in the catwalk of the soundstage. Uh, you know, that's totally a catwalk of a soundstage, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 like exactly. They're they're in the top of some soundstage. It's amazing. Um, but um, yeah, he gives a little ga- a golf clap and and then gets zapped like like at the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. But it is a pretty ballsy move to to go from. You know, Halloween with Michael Myers, Halloween 2 with Michael Myers, and then just 3, we're going to do something completely different. Well, they thought they were done with that story, so it's like, you know, we need to come up with something else. They did blow him up in the end of the second one. Like, how the, how would you bring him back? You know, I mean... Let's... You have somebody dig up his parts, <laughs> stick a uh, antenna in his te- chest, and lightning strike it. Yeah. Or, you know, just like in, uh, what is that, uh, what was the one where fucking Jason was blown up that we watched? Oh, yeah, Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah, Jason Goes to Hell. He was exploded, dude. It doesn't matter. And at the end of, at the end of, uh, Evil two, finds a way. That's right, evil will find a way. At the end of two, he wasn't, like, in pieces. He was still, like, laying there burning, so they actually had a corpse still. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that stuff hadn't Melty happened. mask. Stuff hadn't happened yet, and... I don't, you know, we weren't bringing people back from explosions yet. In cinema. <laughs> it's just not where we were in our horror cinema. <laughs> Another episode of Days of Our Lives. So, how much about the marketing on this do y'all know? Because I don't know, I don't know anything about the marketing. No, just the trailer and the poster. Yeah, that's it. As far as I know, that's all they had. Universal did not put a lot of money into this movie, so people went in fully expecting to see. Yeah, I think a lot of people were. I think that's why a lot of people were pissed. Because I, I I remember like knowing when I was a kid that this movie didn't have Michael Myers. Like I was well aware. Like it pissed enough people off. <laughs> like back in the eighties, that I was very well aware. This yeah, was I mean, I can't, Michael Myers less. I can't remember if I if I saw it and it was like, oh, Michael Myers isn't in this one, or if I knew beforehand. But it just seems like kind of common knowledge through my whole life. Oh yeah, part three, Michael Myers isn't in it. It's about it's about some witches and a doctor that's in 
really bad alcoholic. In Stonehenge. Yeah. But he can still pull the young bitches, though. That, okay, that's the most unbelievable, unre- most unrealistic thing in the world. What chick? Like, that fine, right? Look, that, like, what, 20 years younger than him? It's yeah. just going to be like, hey, look, I'm in a hotel room. Um, I don't have anything else better to do. Uh, why don't we fuck? It's that mustache, dude. It's just, it's, it's 1982. It's the mustache. It's she out. turned around. She looked at, you know, she had those big Stonehenge. Dude, yeah. She, they were Man. snorting that Stonehenge dust. It all goes back to Stonehenge. Man. But yeah, that did seem kind of weird. But you know what? She's like, you know, well, where do you want to sleep, Mister? You know, whatever his name is. And he took he took the move because me, I'd be like, I'll just, I guess I'll just sleep on the floor. Anyways, uh, like it, it, it's knowing when to take the move. That's how that's how you got to learn to just do it. And you know, you you can learn something from from this guy in this movie. He, he he went for it. He went straight for the kiss. Knowing is half the battle. Yeah, she was throwing some big signal though. Uh, yeah, dude. She's like, hey, look, why don't we uh, go to, uh, where was it? It was uh, Santa something, uh, Santa Marie, the town they end up in. I forget what the name of it is. That place. Yeah, Yeah. whatever that place is. She's like, yeah, come on. Come with with me away to a hotel. Bring your six-pack because right when he's talking to his wife on the phone. six-pack of beer. Yeah, he's like, hey, look, I can't, uh, ex-wife, I can't pick up the kids again because, and he lies to her. He's like, I got a conference, you know, some doctor shit. Yeah, yeah, just a bunch of boring doctor shit. I'm gonna go fuck this young woman. Yeah, let me, let me grab my six pack off this uh, this payphone. Nice. Hey man, he was ready. He knew it was going down. Nice. And she was driving. Been and there, the best thing. That. Hell yeah, Benson. No, I'm saying he has. It. Oh, right. okay. He Never knew. mind. I He's thought like, you were about to tell there, me a story. That. No. <laughs> no. He, he definitely is a, a lady killer of some magnitude because the coroner is uh, giving him all kinds of signals as well. Oh, man. Yeah, and he's kind of like hitting up on the nurses, too. He's like, man, I should have married you. He's like slapping the nurse's ass. Oh, yeah. that He'd be fired. <laughs> Me Too movement big time. Oh, she was into it, though. You saw that. Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah. She was then. <laughs> that's right. Oh, well, that's right. So was this the first time you ever saw this movie? This was the very first time I'd ever seen this movie. And I think that if I had seen it before, I would have been already talking about it, because I will be talking about this movie for a while. Uh, it's not often you see a guy's head melt with a snake come out, is it? No, it's kind of weird, and it doesn't a make any sense. Um, the motivations for our, our main guys, like, just, the, the, they don't make any sense. It's like, okay, I want to create... It's kind of like Edward Enigma's motivation in uh, that Batman movie with uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, Batman Forever? Yeah, yeah where they, they want to put this box on everybody's TV and, you know, suck information out of their heads or use them for some com- computing power or something. Well, at least they had like, a reason. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it, it's it's that fucking crazy, but he's had a fucking, like, a plan. This guy just wants to, like, turn people into fucking... Snakes and bugs. He just woke up one day and he's like, "I got this great idea." Right. Let's just Let's kill, kill a bunch everybody of in the world. Yeah. And how they? How are they not gonna? They're gonna know it's him. Like, well, if everybody's well, dead, what does it matter? Well, you know, it's not. It's not everybody because you know they. they, <laughs> they, they apparently, time zones don't exist because he says at nine o'clock or whatever, and they're talking about like, and they're showing it all around the world. They keep going. They keep showing all these like cities that aren't in the same time zones. So once the first time zone hits and it kills all these people, everybody else is going to figure it out. So he's only going to get like a good like portion of the country. Yeah, he yeah, should have thought true. this out. Yeah. It does have a little bit of the gremlins problem. Yeah. They, they forgot about time zones. <laughs> and for some reason, they don't, this this whole company that, that is able to have mass distribution everywhere only makes three masks. 
How many do you need, man? Really? Have you been down the mask aisle, Jeremy? It was 1982. I mean, I, I guarantee you, in 1982, they had more than three masks. It's different companies. Like you get your license, you make a ghost mask, a pumpkin mask, and a skeleton mask, and then the other company makes the werewolf, the vampire. You can't infringe, man. And I was really hoping to see at least one Michael Myers mask out there, because apparently in the first one, he 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 stole some Halloween masks. Yeah, from the store. It would have been funny to have a, a a Michael Myers mask on the shelf next to a Spock mask. Oh, that would be amazing! Oh, dude, that would, I, yeah, that would have been badass. Or just have like a random kid wearing the Michael Myers mask, and then yeah. Donald Pleasant just, just, just comes randomly in. jumps out, <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be the only call back to the Halloween franchise. He runs him over and sets him on fire. Dude's and driving by, the mustache guy's driving by, going, "That was, that was odd." He's like, "What the fuck is mask getting to people?" <laughs> we should. We we should do a short film where we have a guy bald older man go around just like shooting motherfuckers <laughs> wearing that, <laughs> like a la Dirty Harry. It ends with Dirty Harry shooting him. He's like in that's the back the, as that's he's the walking way you take away. Out the trash. <laughs> we give him a hero line. We're like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> if if all those henchmen in the Dirty Harry movies, if you were watching their film, that that is how. That would be. It would just be yeah. like this old cranky guy with the 44 Niners <laughs> came out of nowhere and shot him. Shooting people. You see the reverse shot and he's going, I give up. <laughs> There's no giving up. Please don't shoot. <laughs> You're such a loser. Even you fucking quit crying. When the You're game starts, I hit it. <laughs> so... Why? Uh, why at the beginning of the movie is what? What? Why are they after this? After our main character guy, this doctor guy, because he fa- he found something out, man. What did he find out? Remind me. Oh, well, you don't know because he dies. Okay, and he doesn't. He doesn't have time to tell anybody. But you assume that he like gets into that. What, what do they call it? The final processing or okay, yeah, whatever the final, the closed off area where they have the Stonehenge right. locked up. I, I would assume that he saw that. And then he flipped out and uh, and ran away. What I don't understand is when you see him in the garage in the first scene of the movie, he's fine, right? Yeah. He gets attacked, but then when he shows up at the gas station and there's even a text, uh, there's text on screen that says one hour later. Why the fuck was that there? God, I hate all the text on the screen in this movie. Uh, Fucking stop it. Yeah, why was it there? Totally unnecessary. Eight days till Halloween. But when when the, the guy shows back up to the gas station employee, he's hurt. And he needs to be taken to the hospital. And it's like... Well, That's letting you know that within that one hour, some shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to see it. We just got the title card. Man. Yeah. That's, one hour that's later. like screenwriting 101. Yeah. Show the stuff. Don't just tell it happened. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that also works if you read it. Because, you know, reading it is showing it, too. <laughs> it would help, though, if they said, within that one hour, he was attacked by these... <laughs> We'll do a little Star Wars crawl. Oh, yeah, crawl. just do a little, like, you know, little intermission crawl. <laughs> Boom, there we go. This is what's happened so far. Oh, my goodness. And have a Batman. Think a movie where you don't get to see any of the action. All you get to see is the the talking afterwards. All the action. You know, scroll. Kevin Smith said if he were to do an action movie, that's the way it'd be. It'd be like, you know, all the characters after the battle standing around smoking going, man, that was fucking crazy, right? <laughs> then they go off camera to go yeah. fight and they yeah. come back like, man, God, save Lee. the world. <laughs> Can you believe what he did with that lamppost? <laughs> Nancy Loomis, the 
girl that played Annie in the first movie. She's the only actress to play in all all three of these first movies. Yeah, she's the wife or something, right? Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is in this? She's a, she, J- Jamie Lee Curtis is in this, yeah. Well, well her voice is in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, but she's not actually in the movie. She's the overly intrusive uh, curfew person who, like, like it's kind of like, like when he kills... Was she the curfew person or was she the operator on the phone? She's the, cur- the curfew. She's the curfew announcer. person. That like they like, okay, y'all, it's time for your curfew. And then there's a beat, da, 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 and they keep it's long. They draw it out. There's like four or five like things basically saying, and then and then at the end she's like, and have a good night. It also she's putting the voice on. Well, yeah, but it also sounds like the the phone operator when he's calling in town. It sounds like her too because be. she does the uh, Jamie Lee Curtis did the VO for. Um, Escape from New York, and it sounds just like when she does the the VO cool. intro. Maybe her too. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I know the curfew lady is her. Yeah, what I'm saying, like if you go back, I don't remember. I wish I would could remember everything that was said. It just seems like a little bit too long. Like they keep they're dragging that curfew thing out. And I didn't understand why why were they doing that? Are there supposed to be some normal people that are living in this town still? Or I was wondering if, if I spent a lot of time confused watching it, this I was movie. Wondering like if, why? Okay, so if you have to put everybody away. Does that mean that they're doing their testing and they're like, you know, they're doing experimental stuff out in the, you know, in the world at that time? Or they just want to make sure. I don't know. That, that part didn't make any sense. Well, why, why are you locking down this compound? The thing that confuses me is like, I thought the whole town was completely in on it. They were all witches, right? Or they were robots. Witches are robots, yeah. But then you run to the drunk guy. How often do you make that statement? I mean, they, yeah, they were witches or robots. <laughs> I mean seriously in this, this room movie, in this room a lot this, yeah. well, this, well this movie's bonkers man it's fucking it's batshit crazy I don't know how else to describe it man it's nuts I do love how the bum's like he said that, that bottle looks a little heavy there <laughs> but he throws off he throws off that theory though like everything else in the movie it's like feels like the town's in on it I will say that what I do love about it it seems like it's playing by like those old 40, 50s B-movie rules where you don't really have to explain anything. Just show some weird stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to explain. You know, the audience will figure it out or not. But I, I get that. I don't like babying the audience, but you got to give me a little something. Like, fuck, man. It's like, why are all the people turning into ants? Because the name of the movie is Ant People. <laughs> gotcha. It's called Season of the Witch, and, and, and witches use ants as seasoning. So they actually grind them up and then put it into their, their brews and stuff, and they also use it in their soup. So it's actually the season of the witch, meaning the seasoning of witches. And they want snakes, so they melt heads to yeah. make the inner snake come out. <laughs> the thing that really confused me as a kid is this movie made me think Stonehenge was in Ireland for about four years of my life. Oh, because of the, all the weird Irish accents that well, they do? Well, they say they're from it's Silver Shamrock, right? Yeah. They say they're Irish. They're stealing Stonehenge. Like, it... When you watch the movie as a kid, it just kind of leads you they to believe, like... They should have stolen the Blarney Stone. <laughs> <laughs> and they grind the Blarney, the Blarney Stone down. It's like, what, why, what's all this Irish stuff, and then we're, we're stealing a landmark in, in England? What? Why? Well, the stones were... I think the stones from, from uh, Stonehenge were, were right. from Wales. So they're, they're not even from... They're not even from they're Ireland? They're not even from Ireland. I don't think they're... The, yeah. So yeah, it's so all no part of up. it. Oh man! My, did, did the druids who, who who supposedly you know they they think that druids did stone Did they come from Ireland down into England? I don't know. Maybe that's what the movie's saying. I don't know. But this movie, when I was a little kid, I was like, oh yeah, fucking Stonehenge is in fucking Ireland, bro. Yeah. 
<laughs> not. That's what you get when you let movies educate your children. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, it's just another thing. It's like how this movie is like confusingly. It, it's it, it's layered weird, and it's it's put together weird. And it's a first time director, and I don't want to give Tommy Lee Wallace a hard time, but it's. It's confusingly told in some spots. And I'd just, like to have him sit down and have a shot at tequila with me and tell me the plot of this fucking movie. And let, let's see what he says. He would go, you know I made the TV version of it. You know, and I'd be like, yeah, that was way cooler <laughs> than this piece of shit, but can you explain it to me? No, oh, dude, he, I don't know. I mean, on the behind the scenes, like, there was a fan that even, like, asked him, like, uh, so, uh, the girl at the end, uh, does she turn into a robot when she gets captured, or is she a robot, she robot the, the whole time, right? Yeah, and he's like, man, fuck, don't ask me that. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, yeah, robot pussy looks just the same. I don't know. You know, it's like, oh, well, you're, you're the like, director. I, you should know. I shot what know was on knows. the page. <laughs> but yeah, he was that also the scene, writer. <laughs> that scene where she attacks him, uh, grabs his face. The, the, these robots love to crush faces. Well, they're yeah. all yeah, and that that the, anyways. Because if you were going to design they're a more robot, Mi- they're more Michael Myers than the Michael Myers was in the last yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, but her her like battle and death scene is so like long. She keeps coming back, like you know, all the way down to you know her body coming back or just her arm. No, no, I, 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 I you liked it. I, I, I thought it was all right, you know, because they did the servo eye thing, where like her head cut off head there, and she's moving her eyes, and they have the. You know, it, it's it, it's funny that like when her head lands on the ground, her eyes are still there because when you see, if you look at that shot where he knocks her head off, her eyes pop out and fly. You think it's possible oh, I, I James Cameron watched this and went, I could make a movie about a robot? No. I do not think that's possible. You don't think it's possible? <laughs> no, I don't. No. What movie did he make about a robot? Terminator. I know. <laughs> we cannot speak anymore. <laughs> Brian, please <laughs> tell Jared. Damn it, not this again. <laughs> Guys, I'm not even I'm not even putting up for the job this day. <laughs> That's a movie we should do. That we should do Terminator. We need, yeah, Terminator and Terminator Two. I love both of those movies, man. Twenty four days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. I still like Terminator Halloween One the most. Movie crew podcast. You still like Halloween One the most? Is that what you said? I do, but I like Terminator One the most. Oh yeah, it's good. It's good. I know most people like Two better, but I still stick with One. Yeah. Different movies. I like them both. I like them both. I don't want to have to pick. What was it? Terminator Salvation or what was that one? Oh, with the fourth one? Yeah. Yeah, with Christian Bale. Hey, <laughs> Terminators. <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Rambat. Have I Rambat. did like, I did like Rambat. I like the scene where Arnold shows up in that at the end. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. I thought that was a good surprise. CGI does not hold up well, though. But it is a good surprise. Well, I'm going to remember it the way I saw it in the theater. And <laughs> That's it <looked> right. Perfect. <laughs> you know, those those exoskeletons of the T-800, at the end of that, those did look badass in that movie. That The factory scene was cool. Anyway, okay, back to Halloween 3. <laughs> no, it's okay to talk about Terminator in any podcast. That's the rule. Oh, that's a good rule to have. Yeah. I think, you yeah, know, okay. Yeah, so I it doesn't matter. this rule. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can always bring up Terminator. That's true. That's a great score. Just those drums. That 
That is a good score. I do love that. That's score. a sexy score. Who did that score, Brian? Uh, Brad Feifel. Feifel goes west. Yeah. An American. I tale. think it's five. It's uh, it's enough. Hmm, like I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't know? No, I didn't know. Oh. I, I knew you would know though. That's oh. why I asked. Oh yeah, I got that soundtrack. You gotta have. You gotta have a Terminator soundtrack, dude. I think you have more soundtracks than you have movies, which is scary. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> As Benson shakes his head, <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, I do like how the uh, the hotel in Halloween Three, the small little teeny teeny hotel that's got like what maybe ten rooms total, yeah. that was busier than the hospital in Hattonfield. Just gonna just gonna throw well, that yeah, out there. Yeah, because because people who come there to do personal <laughs> orders uh, for their Halloween and toy shops. Uh, you know, they have to have a place to stay because no one comes to that town unless you're doing an order. That's true. Oh, unless you There's, win a contest. You could win a contest. You could sell the most mask, man, and get yeah, the you, grand you, tour. You could sell more silver shamrock shit than anybody else, <laughs> and you get a personal tour of the hell, the hell fucking spawn. <laughs> I thought that, that, that was a weird joke because in that tour scene, Cochran, his character says something about... Uh, or maybe it's the guy that's actually like in the tour where he's he's telling Tom Atkins like, oh yeah, Cochran's uh, the ultimate practical practical joker. He invented all these old gags and all this old shtick. And then later in the movie, when Cochran's given his explanation for why he's killing all these children, and he's like, yes, I'm playing the ultimate practical joke on the children. It's hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Wait, what? what? Parents I, laugh at your children as they die. <laughs> I, I think somebody misinformed you what a practical joke is. It's lost. Yeah, yeah he's just like, oh, this is, <laughs> this is funny, right? <laughs> it's, it's lost its humor there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Cochran, you're freaking me out. <laughs> it didn't come across, though, very well. I don't know. I didn't I didn't like that moment. I, I rewatched that, that section of the movie about, about five or six times, and it's it's fucking very confusing, man. Yeah, also I don't like what the, uh, the very muddled uh, Bruce or well, you know the, the the dad and the wife and the son. Oh yeah, yeah. With yeah. the contest, what the fuck is the wife wearing? She looks like she's like straight out of like she's got this like weird like lacy. What are all of them wearing? Yeah, What's it's this dad weird. Wearing? I know it's just like this weird like costuming stuff. I was like, wow, man, these these, these wardrobes are weird. Oh, you know what? I do. I do remember reading something about the costume designer or watching something where the costume designer was saying they wanted to make them look like the most tacky. Yeah, it is definitely strange. Midwest individuals that they could think of. It did a good job. It came across. You sold it. (laughs) Uh, What what do you guys think of the the mask uh, scene where the kid actually gets his head rotted with the mask? Does that work for you guys? You find it effective? I did as a kid. Yeah. I mean, it still looks... It looked good. It looked good. No, they looked fine. It, yeah, um, it was fine. Just now, I'm looking at it, going, I don't understand. Yeah, that was. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thought the. I think the effects stand up. I like seeing his hair through the mask as it like rots into his. You know, you can actually like this. Oh, when he the mask kinda, hands come yeah, up. Yeah, 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 like all that shit kind of happens. Like it's just it's, the effects done really well. Like, uh, and I guess that the the creatures coming out of the kid is what killed the parents. Well, the mom doesn't die. The mom just fucking faints. She has a heart attack or something. Like she, yeah, she she faints into the dad gets attacked by a fucking rattlesnake or something. Yeah, if she has a heart attack, that's like the most chill heart attack anybody's ever had. Oh, oh, she died of heartbreak. Yeah, my baby dead. Maybe she's allergic to crickets. <laughs> they <laughs> like, are annoying. Oh. Fuck! If I had to hear that noise one more time, this is a bizarre movie. <laughs> yeah, it is a bizarre movie. It's it's definitely it's, it's definitely, definitely a stoner movie. Like you know, like, like what if we did this? 
I can remember watching it as a kid and just being like, you know, just buying everything. I'm not questioning anything. And then watching it this time, I'm going, okay, why is this happening? <laughs> I don't understand. But by the end of the movie, I'm just going, I don't get what, what just, I don't, none of this makes Stonehenge, what? Well, you know, Stonehenge has innate power. You know, they had to come up with something. How did they figure out that Stonehenge it's, did that with the... It felt like an old Tales from the Crypt comic light? book. <laughs> well, it's that, it's that Irish Yeah, if knowledge. you mixed it with like some Outer Limits or something. Yeah. yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yeah. Comic book, not TV series. Like something on Creep Show. It is weird. Just long. <laughs> Well, the, the the guy that uh, originally wrote the idea for the script, um, I forget what his name is. He's, he's the guy that did those Quatermass movies, those old Hammer films. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see those. And I think they were trying to do something here. You know, like, they were trying to do, like, oh, look, guys, computers. It's the 80s. You know, like we've <laughs> talked about on Super Superman 3 yeah, and Terminator right. just now. Yeah. You know, it's like the 80s were like, well, we're not trusting technology, so... Look at, all these, to do, look at all these blinking lights. Yeah, you're trying to add that with yeah. the witchcraft thing. It um, just doesn't work, man. So, the our doctor guy gets captured, right? And then he gets brought into the factory. And the guy's, like, showing him his master plan for some reason. Why don't they just kill him? Well, why, is he get, why is he taking him through everything? Because villains like, are really proud of their plans. Yeah, and they dude, want I mean, to tell. Not get, like, he's just it's, like... It, that's Bond. He's, he's, he's in a Bond like, villain monologue. Like he, he goes in and, and like, uh, he, he comes across this, like, old woman robot. And the head oh. comes off, so that this is when he gets captured. That's right. And then so the, like he's like he's like ah oh, this that was from seventeen you know seventeen seventy four from like, Germany. Are, are you fucking kidding me? So you're, you're trying, he's like you know, it, it's <laughs> your practical jokes are getting old. He's <laughs> like you know you know it's a lot easier to do the uh, the actual mechanics. You know it was like the you know the outer was the was the hard part or whatever. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> None of it makes any sense. Yeah, I guess the robots don't make sense. Why you? I, well, I don't know. I, I guess it kind of it kind of makes sense if you don't really think about it. The robots in Westworld make more sense. I'm talking about the original movie than this. I mean, it's just like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you would need somebody to carry out your evil henchman plans and and not ask any questions, and and self-immolate themselves if need be. Yeah, and it doesn't matter, you know. So I, it makes sense whether in the movie it's just like, I don't know. You're a witch. Why the fuck did you jump to making robots? Yeah, dude? why don't you like why bewitch you... somebody? Yeah, right. Like, why did that enter your head? Like, maybe yeah. he, he sucked at being a witch, but he was a pretty good scientist. <laughs> <laughs> or ma- maybe maybe he builds like rudimentary like things because there's no way those cogs and shit are running and like these weird wires and, and green goop. But you know, maybe maybe he has to do a spell to bring them to life, like kind of like Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Oh, it's just weird, man. But like some of the scientists though, like those guys aren't. The guys that are working in the trade uh, secret area, you know, wearing the lab coats next to Stonehenge, they're talking. They're clearly not robots. Right. I don't know. There's a lot of things unexplained in the movie. I don't know. Because apparently scientists can be paid to do any evil plan. Don't hate the movie, though, guys. I'll be honest. Like, I don't I sit, either. I sit down and I watch it. I'm thoroughly fucking entertained. Yeah, like, I, I have I, a good time. I watched the whole... I mean, I didn't I have mean, a the kid in me it. like yeah. just totally like gets into it and... I just had questions yeah. all the time. I was like, what the fuck it's is happening? It's just when you start trying to talk about it, you're like, I don't know what to say other than that. What just happened? Yeah, I really like Tom Atkins. Stacey Nelkin was good. Um, yeah, Dan O'Harely or 
whatever, the guy from RoboCop, the old man from RoboCop, he knocked it out of the park as a villain. He's got, you know, maybe one, two moments where he goes a little over the top, but hey, man, that's not a bad thing in this kind in of movie. This, in this movie, <laughs> y- anything goes. So what would you give it? Ooh, like break down the rating? Uh, I mean, you know, I'd, yeah, I'd give it a 7.75, dude. Rating it higher than Halloween 2. I yeah I I mean I enjoy it more than Halloween. Too. I don't like it in terms of like the Halloween franchise and what it is. But if you look at it like it's its own movie, and, which it should be. Yeah, not in the franchise. It's a standalone film. Yeah, it's batshit crazy. It's goofy. It doesn't always work, but it is really really fucking entertaining. We should remake this movie. Yeah, <laughs> like in like now, this actually is a movie that actually would need. Yeah, a say, just like it'd be crazy and call it <laughs> Halloween <laughs> season of the witch. Do it all the same, but remake it, but make it make sense. Even Halloween 3? <laughs> Halloween 3, you know, yeah. <laughs> right after this new Halloween comes yeah, out? Yeah, that would be amazing. I'd be like, guys, they skipped two. <laughs> they're not going to do, do the second one? <laughs> we do it right this time. <laughs> they're making believe that two didn't exist, so are we. <laughs> so are we. <laughs> It is weird watching the the fucking Halloween movie like being shown on television in the movie. I, that, that is kind of weird. It, it puts it into you know uh, new nightmare realm. You know we're outside of it, looking in. Yeah, I don't like it though. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why. I do like that the fact that you get the the music when uh, Cochran's leaving uh, Tom Atkins there. That was a nice touch. I yeah, thought that was good. Bring in that original. Score. And of course they also that scene that you know they when they when they, they send the girl down there we. You know, I, the nurse has said you'd be here. You know, they're setting up this whole, like, you know, he's a fucking drunk. He's got to have his alcohol. So, it's just, there's just long shots of him watching TV, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, I'm going to give it a solid six. Benson. Yeah, I'll probably go five, five. 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 Harsh marks from the Benson. Five, five is not harsh. One five is harsh. That's very harsh. You're very strict. <laughs> I think you'll get more out of it watching it more than once because the whole first time you're kind of like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So Where's Michael Myers? Where's the butcher knife? Why is everybody still alive in this movie? <laughs> Who's the guy with the uh, the tie over here? What, what's going on? Now, a lot of people died in this movie, but they weren't real people. You oh. mean the, the robots? Yeah. A, yeah. a lot of those robots were killed, but they weren't real people. So. Yeah. Well, they took out the bum, and I, is, was he? That was that the only actual on-screen death? No, there was like two or three people that died. Oh wait, no, there was yeah, there was the guy that originally found the mask, and they pull like his brain out. That is gnarly. They like stick your fingers down into his eye sockets, break the bone, and then like pull that like that little like I don't know, man, like the in between your eyes, like breaking that part of your bone. Yeah, because that's how you do it. That's fucking crazy. What a weird like. Okay, this is what I want you to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that was cool. That's real. That, that's uh, it's getting creative there. All right, guys. So you've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. You guys want to get in touch with us? You can do so by sending us an email uh, to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's themoviecrew, crew spelled C-R-E-W-E, extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys could follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at moviecrewpod. And you can leave us a five-star review rating on iTunes and Stitcher, we would surely appreciate that. Benson, where can audience follow you, sir? At J. Edward Benson. Jared, where can they follow you? You can get me on Instagram at CheckTheGate and on the Twitter at Jared B. Callen. 
All right, guys. We're going to close out the show like we do with a little bit of the score. We're going to be playing track one from the Halloween 2 soundtrack Halloween theme. So we can see how they change it up. We're also going to be playing track seven Halloween montage. That's right. That lovely TV commercial from Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Enjoy.
It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy Thank you.